Issue Review, Legislative Services Agency, Fiscal Services Division, January 21st, 2009, and this is A. Impact on the Insurance Premium Tax Rate Reduction, Issue. In 2002, Senate File 2318, Insurance Premium Tax Reduction Act, the Iowa General Assembly approved a reduction in the insurance premium tax rate from 2% to 1%. The reduction was phased in at the rate of one quarter percent annual increments over a five-year period, beginning with life and health insurance policy payments made on or after January 1, 2003. Calendar year 2007 was the first year all premiums were taxed at 1%, and fiscal year 2008 was the first full fiscal year at the 1% rate. Insurance premiums tax is paid only by insurance companies. The companies that benefit from the tax reduction are uniquely identified in government employment statistics. This allows for a unique opportunity to evaluate both the revenue impact and the employment impact of the tax rate reduction in Senate File 2318. This issue review focuses on the general fund revenue impact of the rate reduction and the Iowa employment trends for the insurance industry since the rate reduction legislation was approved. Code Authority, Chapter 432. Background. Insurance carrier employment is a significant contributor to Iowa total employment. Iowa's total insurance carrier employment equaled 30,071 for calendar year 2007 a level that ranked Iowa 15th in total U.S. insurance carrier employment. In contrast, total private sector employment for Iowa ranks 24th among the 53 states and territories. The employment numbers and rankings include the 50 states, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands and Washington, D.C. Iowa insurance carrier employment equals 2.4% of total private employment in Iowa, while U.S. insurance Carrier employment equals 1.1% of total U.S. private employment. Iowa reduced the insurance premium tax rate from 2% to 1% in part to make Iowa domiciled insurance companies more competitive in states with a tax rate lower than 2%. The method states use to tax insurance companies is unique in state business taxation. For most states, insurance companies do not pay corporate income tax on profits derived from insurance sales. Instead, insurance companies pay a tax equal to a set percent of premiums collected on policies issued within a state. That rate currently ranges from 0.500% to 4.265% nationally. In addition, states have retaliatory tax provisions that require companies not domiciled within that state to pay a tax rate equal to what a domestic or in-state company would pay in their home state if the taxes owed would be higher. This domicile provision creates a situation where lowering the tax rate in a state will lower the taxes paid by that state's companies to other states. Reducing the insurance premium tax rate in Iowa from 2% to 1% allows companies to either profit 1% more from insurance sales or allows consumers to purchase insurance at a 1% lower rate. The Iowa rate reduction also reduces taxes paid to certain other states by Iowa companies selling insurance in those states due to reduced or eliminated retaliatory tax calculations. If Iowa-based companies are 1% more profitable on Iowa sales and if Iowa-based companies are more competitive and profitable in other states, they may expend some of the additional profits employing more Iowans. Estimated revenue impact. Estimating insurance premium tax reduction. 
For the year prior to the start of the insurance premium tax phase down fiscal year 2003, Iowa received $145.8 million in insurance premium tax revenue. For fiscal year 2008, Iowa received $111.7 million. To estimate the amount of tax revenue the state would have received had the rate remained at 2%, Iowa's receipt history for that time period was compared to the history of all states and territories. The estimate concludes that the direct impact on general fund tax receipts was a reduction of $65.7 million in fiscal year 2008 and $245.4 million over the five fiscal years since the rate phase down was initiated. Actual Iowa and national insurance tax revenues were provided by the U.S. Census Bureau. Insurance revenue amounts by state and by year are found at www.census.gov and were accessed in October of 2008. Actual Iowa receipts for 2003 and 2004 were adjusted for number one, a positive $10 million withdrawal from insurance premium receipts authorized by the General Assembly, number two, a negative $6.4 million to account for a change in the tax due dates. That amount was added to the 2004 amount for a net adjustment of zero across the two years. For the five-year period preceding the start of the tax decrease, 1998 through 2002, Iowa insurance premium tax revenue grew 34% or 93.4% of the U.S. rate of 36.3% over the same time period. To estimate the level of Iowa insurance premium tax receipts without the rate reduction, tax receipts for 2003 through 2008 were assumed to have grown at a rate equal to 93.4% of the U.S. growth rate each year. Additional Significant Insurance Industry Incentive The tax rate reduction is not the only insurance industry expansion incentive available. Insurance companies are eligible for several significant economic development tax incentive programs. The Department of Economic Development reports that several insurance carriers have received financial incentives to increase employment in Iowa since enactment of Senate File 2318. The largest of those was to support construction of the allied nationwide insurance buildings in downtown Des Moines. That project received a state and local incentive package totaling approximately $109 million over 20 years. Several smaller projects were not included in the job creation incentive expense calculation. Also, two recently approved large projects, Wellmark in downtown Des Moines and Aviva in West Des Moines, are not included in the incentive calculation since the buildings are not yet complete, so it is assumed employment has not been impacted. The LSA collected information from the Iowa Department of Economic Development, Polk County, and the City of Des Moines concerning the incentive package associated with the Allied Nationwide Project. Identified incentives include, number one, job training tax credits, employee income tax withholding, $17.9 million. Number two, investment tax credits, $13.3 million. Number three, reimbursement of state use tax paid during construction at $3.3 million. Number four, physical infrastructure assistance program forgivable loan, $7.7 million. Number five, Polk County Grant, $10 million. Number six, City of Des Moines financial assistance totaling $56.8 million over 20 years. And number seven, partial property tax abatement during construction on two buildings and for 10 years on two parking ramps. 
Once constructed, the allied nationwide properties should create approximately $160 million in new taxable value. At FY 2009 property tax rates, this amount would generate $7.3 million in actual or annual property tax revenue once all abatements are exhausted. Of that annual amount, approximately $928,000 will go towards local government debt levies. $2 million to $3 million will be used by the City of Des Moines to pay incentives to Nationwide, and the remainder will be available to the City of Des Moines as tax increment financing revenue should the City choose to capture it. A company is not required to have a significant portion of its workforce in Iowa to be an Iowa domiciled company. The website of the insurance division lists 94 Iowa domiciled insurance carriers. The division website lists out-of-state addresses for 20 of the 94. Estimating the change in employment. Reducing the insurance premium tax rate has three impacts on Iowa employment that may be estimated. Number one, direct impacts on employment by insurance companies in Iowa due to reduced taxes owed to Iowa and retaliatory taxes to other states. A, the impact of the rate reduction on all companies selling within the state. All Iowa domiciled companies as well as companies domiciled in other states with a tax rate lower than 2% benefited from a reduction in the amount of tax owed to the state of Iowa. If a company benefiting from this reduction in the Iowa tax rate has a significant employee base in Iowa, the company may choose to employ more Iowans. B, Iowa domiciled companies doing business in other states with a tax rate less than 2% saw a reduction in the insurance premium tax owed in several other states. If a company benefited, benefiting from this reduction in retaliatory taxes has a significant employee base in Iowa, they may choose to employ more Iowans. C. Companies domiciled in states with an insurance premium tax rate in excess of 1% may choose to become an Iowa domiciled company and may choose to move employment to Iowa. Becoming an Iowa domiciled company will lower the company's tax payments in several other states. The Iowa Insurance Division reports that since 2002, 12 insurance companies have changed their domicile to Iowa and 4 Iowa companies have changed their domicile from Iowa to another state. Of the 12 moving to Iowa, four are from states with a lower tax rate than Iowa, and the remaining eight are from states with rates ranging from 1.4% to 2%. For four of those eight, the insurance division's official mailing address for the company remains outside of Iowa. All four companies that changed their domicile status from Iowa to another state changed to a state within a higher rate than Iowa's current 1%. Number two, indirect and induced employment impact due to the expansion of insurance industry employment in Iowa. Companies providing services to the insurance industry will expand employment if the industry expands, indirect employment gains, and the additional insurance industry employees will expend a portion of their salaries in Iowa and this will further expand employment or induced employment gains. This impact is often re referred to as a multiplier effect. Number three, impact on state government finances. Reducing insurance premium tax rates reduces the amount of revenue raised by Iowa. Unlike the federal government, Iowa government cannot run a deficit, so a reduction in one revenue source must be compensated through either any increase in another revenue source, a reduction in expenditures, or a combination of the two. Increasing another tax or decreasing government expenditures both have negative impacts that offset the positive impacts of the insurance premium tax reduction to some degree.
The first step is to estimate the direct employment gains. Iowa insurance industry employment increased 2,144 jobs from the year prior to enactment of Senate File 2318 through 2007. However, insurance industry employment for the United States actually contracted during that time period. This analysis assumes the U.S. rate of insurance industry employment growth is the base growth rate, with Iowa employment growth calculated from that base. For 2001, Iowa insurance industry employment equaled 2.13% of U.S. employment for the industry. By 2007, that ratio expanded to 2.38%. The second step is to estimate the multiplier effect for indirect and induced job creation. That is, the number of additional jobs created for each direct job created. For this analysis, a multiplier effect, or job creation of 2.23, is used. This means for every 100 direct jobs created, 123 indirect jobs are also created due to the increased economic activity generated by the direct jobs. With a multiplier of 2.23, the direct job increase of 3,151 would produce an additional 3,876 indirect jobs. The LSA research produced four job creation or income multipliers used publicly for calculating employment feedback for Iowa insurance industry job creation. The Department of Economic Development economic model created in 2003 used 1.77. The Regional Economics Modeling Incorporated model purchased by several state agencies uses about 1.60. Des Moines City Council minutes of February 1, 2000 reference 2.23 from a study the city commissioned from David Swenson, an economist at Iowa State University, and the model used by Ernst & Young, LLP, to create impact projections for 2002 legislative discussions of Senate File 2318 used a multiplier of 2.60. The third step is to estimate the number of job reductions associated with the state fiscal response to the tax revenue reduction associated with the insurance premium tax rate phase down. For the purpose of estimating the Iowa fiscal response, the Regional Economics Model Incorporated, or REMI, model was used. A model simulation was used to reduce Iowa government expenditures with a $65.746 million decrease assumed for year six and future years. The model results indicate an employment reduction of 1,211 by the sixth year with similar reductions for each year going forward. The REMI model results include both direct and indirect impacts. Estimated net employment gain due to insurance industry incentives. Number of jobs. Direct employment gains, 3,151. Indirect employment gains, 3,876. Deduction due to reduced government expenditures, 1,211. Net job creation, 5,816. Fiscal impact. This analysis indicates Iowa's insurance premium tax change reduced industry tax payments to Iowa by $245.4 million through fiscal year 2008 with annual direct revenue reductions going forward of at least $65.7 million. In addition, state and local incentives to one insurance company expansion totaled an estimated $109 million over 20 years. Two more significant expansions have also received benefits and are in the planning and construction phases. Those two projects may further increase Iowa's share of insurance industry employment 
but they will also significantly increase the amount of taxpayer incentives provided to the industry. Since enactment of the rate reduction in 2002, Iowa insurance carrier employment has expanded faster than insurance carrier employment in the U.S., indicated the tax reduction and other incentives may have had a positive impact on Iowa employment. This analysis estimates that by the end of 2007, Iowa employment may have increased by 3,151 insurance carrier jobs and by 5,816 jobs overall due to the insurance tax rate reduction as well as state and local company-specific tax incentives. Increased employment produces a revenue feedback as the employer expansions and new jobs produce increased economic activity. This feedback will replace a portion of the state and local revenue reduction associated with the insurance industry tax incentives. As a reference, the LSA calculates that in Iowa, state and local governments currently collect approximately $7,700 in taxes per job per year, so 5,816 average jobs would produce a total of $44.8 million in state and local taxes each year. Compared to other states, Iowa has a low unemployment rate and a high labor force participation rate. This means that compared to other states, it is more difficult in Iowa to expand employment without drawing in workers from outside the borders. To the extent the increased employment expands Iowa's population, state and local governments will see increased demand for services. Some portion of the revenue feedback discussed in the previous two paragraphs will need to pay for government service expansion. At an example expense, there is one child in the public K-12 school system in Iowa for every 3.17 jobs, and each child takes $9,970 on average in state and local tax revenue to educate each year. Using these averages, the children of 5,816 employed Iowans cost $18.3 million to educate each year. For the education expense calculation, the most recent annual average of Iowa non-farm jobs was used, 1,523,100, and the fiscal year 2009 budget enrollment of 480,609 students, K-12. through Taxes for education include all state general fund appropriations to directly support K-12 through public education, property taxes collected by schools, general fund school infrastructure support, formal local option, and local option income surtax revenue for schools. Conclusion. The structure of state insurance industry taxation provides a unique opportunity to evaluate the results of stimulus efforts to maintain and increase industry investment and employment in the state of Iowa. This analysis shows that while the efforts to expand the industry may have produced positive results in terms of capital investment and job creation, the taxpayer investment to produce those results has been significant in recent years. The staff contact for this report is Jeff Robinson at 515-281-4614. Jeff is with the Legislative Services Agency, Fiscal Services Division. Legislative Services Agency, Issue Review, Fiscal Services Division, January 21st, 2009. This is Review B, Future General Fund Revenue Impact of Enacted Legislation, Issue. This issue review presents the most recent Legislative Services Agency estimates of the future direct general fund revenue impact of previously enacted legislation. Background and Methodology. 
The General Assembly may enact legislation during a legislative session that is projected to increase or decrease general fund revenue in future years. The Legislative Services Agency reviewed previous estimates for legislative changes with a projected fiscal impact on general fund revenue over the next 10 fiscal years, fiscal year 2009 through fiscal year 2018. In certain instances, updated estimates were available and those estimates are reported here. To be included in this issue review, a statutory change must have had estimated fiscal impact of at least $0.5 million in one fiscal year and or $1 million over five fiscal years. Legislative changes that have the same future year estimated impacts as the impact estimated for fiscal year 2008 are not included. Once a statutory change is fully implemented, minor subsequent year-to-year -year differences due to inflation, population, or income growth assumptions are ignored in the interest of simplicity. For this reason, once a particular statutory change reaches full implementation, it remains at that level unless the statutory change sunsets. For Internal Revenue Code, IRC Update Acts, only the impact of Iowa legislative changes are included in this analysis. The associated federal deductibility impact is not included, as that impact is the result of federal law changes impacting Iowa tax revenue through Iowa's allowance of deductions for federal taxes paid when computing state income tax. Budget impact. Two significant revenue changes enacted during the 2008 session were the public smoking ban, reduced revenue due to reduced cigarette consumption, and increased judicial system debt collection activities. Due to the implementation timeline issues, the projected fiscal year 2009 revenue associated with enhanced judicial debt, debt collections has been reduced significantly from estimates used during the 2008 session. Budget impact. Two significant revenue changes enacted during the 2008 session were the public smoking ban, reduced revenue due to reduced cigarette consumption, and increased judicial system debt collection activities. Due to implementation timeline issues, the projected fiscal year 2009 revenue associated with enhanced judicial debt collections has been reduced significantly from estimates used during the 2008 session. Beginning with fiscal year 2010, the phase-out of Social Security taxation, the implementation of a senior filing threshold, and a sales tax exemption for new web portal businesses produced net revenue reductions in subsequent years. The web portal exemption is projected to expire after fiscal year 2012, and the Social Security and filing threshold changes reach full implementation in fiscal year 2015. Incremental changes for fiscal year 2009 through fiscal year 2017 is a decrease of $207.4 million, an additional decrease of $16.4 million compared to the 2007 estimate for those same years. Changes to pre-2008 estimates increased the incremental impacts by a total of $10.4 million, while changes enacted during the 2008 session are estimated to reduce revenues over this period by a net $6 million. Legislative changes projected to reach full impact in fiscal year 2008 or before are not included in this issue review. Significant examples include the Iowa Values Act 
tax incentives, the insurance premium tax rate reduction, and the cigarette and tobacco tax rate increases. This issue review is based on original fiscal note estimates of enacted revenue legislation with modified estimates when new information is available. The estimates are utilized as part of the background information provided to the Revenue Estimating Conference. The staff contact is Jeff Robinson, 515-281-4614. Jeff is with the Legislative Services Agency, Fiscal Services Division. To find out more about the charts, to view the charts, please look at January 21st, Issue Review 2009, B.